welcome to Things That Will Help with Buffy Barfoot. This podcast explores what it's like to be human and how to find tools to feel clear, grounded, and happier. Each episode will have a different theme, and we'll talk about things that help to bring that theme to real life. The human stories ahead do not negate the heart or the dark, but rather point to the lighthouses along the way. This is Buffy. If you have ever been in my yoga classes or my teacher trainings or even just been in the car with me in the last 20 years, you've probably heard me talk about Truxel. And I want to tell you the birth story of Truxel and why it's one of my favorite things. It all starts with my friend Anna Sapoznikov, who is the one who told me about Truxel, why it matters and what it means to spend your life looking for it. Anna is a gorgeous, animated, fiery, opinionated, sharp-witted Russian woman that I was lucky enough to come across when I was in graduate school getting my MFA in dance years ago. This was in Illinois back in 2003. And Anna was always fun to be in the room with. She was bawdy and funny and loud and sarcastic, and I just love her to pieces. And one of the first stories that Anna ever shared with me was when she told me about these two boys in her high school that were twins, and their last name was Truxel. But before we dig into the Truxel birth story, I want to describe Anna first. She's got pink cheeks and full lips, and perfect skin, and sparkling eyes, and she's just super alive, and beautiful, and animated, and um, and just uh, very awake in her experience. And when she talks to people, they listen. And she's one of those powerhouse beauties, inside and out, that tends to command the room. So, She's describing these twin boys to me in glorious detail, and she's talking about how she was obsessed with them, and that she would stare at them in the lunchroom and follow them around the school um, without them knowing that, and she was completely crushed out on these Truxel twins, and she told me it was because they had certain things, certain qualities that were a little asymmetrical and not quite in the category of normal or usually handsome. One of them had a wandering eye, and one of them had a leg shorter than the other. Well, that was intoxicating to Anna, and it made them way more attractive to her. And it was the kind of thing that she sought out in people because it was magnetic to her. And I remember listening to her Truxel story for the first time and just totally getting it. I completely understood what she was talking about because I'd felt that same thing about so many of my favorite humans and the people that I was magnetized to the most. And so she called this quality Truxel. Someone's Truxel is that thing that sets you apart and makes you a genuine art piece that thing that may be a little asymmetrical or unique or something that seems to be a little bit off kilter. 
but it's really the most endearing thing to someone else. And usually we don't really like our own Truxel, but so often it's what others who love us like the most. You've heard that gorgeous Leonard Cohen quote probably, ring the bells that can still ring, forget your perfect offering, there is a crack in everything, that's how the light gets in. That is your Truxel. It's how your light gets in. I called Anna a couple of weeks ago. I had not talked to her in 15 years or so. She sounded the same. And I told her I was going to do an episode on Truxel. And she couldn't believe that I'd been teaching on Truxel all these years. And it was so good to connect to her. And I wanted to get the birth story right of how it all started, but I also wanted to see how it, it was setting with her now after all these years. And she laughed a lot in the conversation and she said something that I think was the most beautiful thing that I've heard in recent days. She said, I look for Truxel actively. I seek it out because I want to have a chance to love that person, not in spite of these things, but because of them. In yoga, there's a word that I dearly love, and it's, it's vikrokti, vikrokti, and it means crooked. When I have led trainings in the past, I've always taught this idea of vikrokti through the lens of truxel. In yoga mythology, we teach about the symbolism of Shiva Nataraja, and, and in that image, the dancer has one leg lifted and bent, and the other leg is stable on the ground. And the standing leg in this depiction represents the need for maintenance and stability in our lives, in our process, and in our yoga. And the lifted leg, the lifted foot in particular, is the, the symbol of grace, the offering, the true offering of another without pretense has the flex of grace. And the grace that we all deserve, that grace that does not discriminate, but instead finds its way to all of us, even though sometimes it's in really unique and non-traditional ways. And the body of the dancer in this mythology is vikrokti. It's crooked. And that crookedness is there to remind us that balance is not symmetrical. And if you listened in season one to my episode about not keeping score, I kind of touched on this concept then about how we are more balanced when we're crooked, when we allow for our most beautiful places and our most unique offerings to be non-traditional, to be just um, perfectly coming from us and out of the norm and not like anybody else. Our truxel, our crookedness, is that which breaks the mold and that which contains the flex of grace. Benjamin died before I could ever tell him the Truxel story. 
But he, like Anna, loved people with Truxel. The more Truxel, the better, really. Benjamin was always collecting misfits and people who were on the fringe and odd in different ways. And he ended up with some of the most extraordinary people around him because of that hunt, that Truxel hunt he was always on. He was also so drawn to them that, that he would sometimes absorb their Truxel and unknowingly sometimes make it his own. For example, I remember my mom telling me when he was pretty little, like like little, like first grade, he had a really good friend who had a stutter, or maybe it was a lisp, actually. I don't remember if it was a stutter or a lisp, but Benjamin was such an empath that, and he would spend so many hours with this boy, and he would spend the night with him, that he would unknowingly develop a little stutter himself or a little lisp himself. Mom said she could tell that it wasn't conscious, but she always took it as a sign of how much he empathized. And I know now it's because he was always on the lookout for Truxel. He always knew, Harry seemed to know where the light entered. When Anna and I talked, I asked her if she thought Truxel was always physical. She told me that she didn't think so, but that physicality was the way that she had mostly thought about it. One thing that I realized through talking to her is that I had taken her story and morphed it into my own over these years. And that, of course, is what we do. It's what we need to do, all of us. It's like the telephone game. We hear a teaching and then it becomes ours and we mulch it and we teach it and we repeat it and we roll it through our filters so that it stays alive in its origin, but it it passes on a little bit differently. And I think the transformation is important that the teaching goes through. And I think it's also incredibly important to go back to the original teacher and pay your respect and re-listen to the birth story. Right after I took Truxel into my own story, I took it to mean that Sometimes it is physical and sometimes it isn't. I certainly have some physical Truxel of my own um, that I'm still coming to peace with, like the remnants of acne scarring from when I was a teenager. And I have really big dancer calves that don't fit into regular boots and skinny jeans. Um, One of my eyes is definitely bigger than the other. (laughs) And my smile is pretty crooked. Um, but I also have some pretty significant Truxel that is embedded in my personality. My shyness and extreme introversion is definitely part of my Truxel, and I've come to understand over the years that it's part of me that, that really isn't going to change. I panic at big parties. I panic speaking in front of people. I panic when people are looking at me to lead And yet, oddly, I have been in a job as a yoga instructor that has thrown me in the center of that panic almost daily. And I know it's a big crack in me, that panic. I also now can say that I know that it's where some of my light comes in. 
But that painful shyness is so deep-seated that it can knock me off course in a flash if I'm not paying attention. But I have learned to love her, that panicky piece of myself, because she's never lethargic and she keeps me caring about what I put out into the world. She doesn't rest and she never rests on her laurels. And I can say now that after a lot of work on her, on that piece of me, that I think my dearest friends and family may even love this part of my Truxel because they know that it's not only real, but it's me and it's honest. Part of my dad's Truxel was his ability to get lost in (laughs) every driving situation, like actually get lost in the town he'd lived in all of his life. I've never seen a person who was so incredibly bright, brilliant, really, who could not find his way out of a paper bag. He literally could go to the store, the store that he'd been going to for a long time, and get lost on the way home to a house he had lived in for 20 years. It was amazing. It was so truxily. There was something so endearing about it because one minute he would be driving and I would be having the the deepest and most philosophical conversation with him. And the next minute he would say, now, wait a minute, Buffy, I think I'm a little turned around, which was code for I have no idea where the hell I am. And it was the only time I really felt like I could take care of him was when I helped him get untangled from directions. Maybell, our dog, who's a mutt, has a Truxel ear. One of her ears just doesn't work muscularly and it's always flopped down while the other ear is very alert and straight up. It always looks like she has a question. Super cute and and very much her her sweet Truxel. Freddie's teeth, Frida's eyebrows and audacity, Beethoven's deafness and and hence his temper, Bowie's weirdness and flair for the obscure, Jewel's teeth, Kevin Kenny's teeth. Oh man, I love some Truxel teeth. Crooked, unusual teeth are actually such a personal favorite and something I really love. (laughs) Dylan's poutiness, the weird rhythm and the way that Annie Dillard structures her sentences and the way she dwells on the microscopic. Dolly Parton and pretty much everything about her, her body, her hair, her voice, her even her plastic surgery, none of these things of any of these people are neutral. They are vikrokti. These things are their truxel and the cracks where the light enters. We all have these places, both outside and inside, that tend to worry us that we wish were different or not noticeable or maybe maybe things we wish were like everyone else instead. Because maybe we were teased for them when we were younger or even now, or maybe our personal shame is enough for us to hate those things about ourselves. When Anna first told me about Truxel, it gave me permission for two things. To celebrate the cracks in other people and pointed out to them directly where I saw the light pouring in. And secondly, to celebrate those cracks in myself, 
accept them as light and take a different angle instead of shame. So I remember all those years ago, Anna's story made me feel like someone might love me. That through all of the crooked places, someone might love me with full force, like she loved those Troxel boys. Matt, my husband, does not have any physical Troxel that I can identify. Somehow, I ended up with a very handsome, very symmetrical man who is pretty traditionally gorgeous. He was captain of all the teams and the most popular one in the high school. It's ironic that I ended up with this human. But his Truxel isn't on the surface. He has it. It's deep inside. And he doesn't just flex around being an alpha male who leaps to the top of buildings. Inside, his Truxel is deeply complex and sensitive and quiet. He worries a lot. He feels things more than anyone I've ever seen, which is hard on him. He feels responsible for the whole world. He overthinks like I do. And he, like Benjamin and Anna, is always, always looking around for the ones just off the beaten path so that he can love them. And all of these truxily tender spots are the reasons that I'm in love with him. His handsomeness doesn't hurt, but honestly, it wasn't what made me look twice at him. If I love you today, or if I've ever loved you, I can probably name your Troxel. It is certainly one of the reasons why I love you, and it may be one of the reasons why you do not love yourself. So, if we want to feel better, one of the ways I think we can start to feel better is we can let the places where we are pretending fall away from us, like a heavy coat on a summer day. And stand firmly in the sun without that coat of protection and pretend and see what happens. So start to construct the belief that you are a masterpiece and you are necessary and that you were made in such a way that there is nothing else in the world like you. Of course, embracing our Truxel points back to the greater lesson that I've spoken about earlier, and that is you will not be everybody's cup of tea. I am sure that those twin boys were not everyone's crush just because Anna was swooning after them. So the gift of this teaching is that we must move forward unabashedly with who we are and the work we are here to do. And the ask is that we not only accept, but we flaunt our Truxel as we travel through this life. The weirder we are, often the more creative wealth we have. And maybe then the more specific our audience becomes. One of the things that Anna said to me towards the end of our conversation is thank you. She thanked me for pointing to her 
and reminding her of who she is and what matters to her. I don't think she's thought a lot about Truxel recently. And we, we shared together how easy it is to get bogged down in the survival of motherhood and life and making a living in COVID times, especially as an artist, as a dancer. It's a lot. A lot for all of us right now, I think. And as, I, as she was, we were wrapping up the conversation and she was kind of thanking me for, for pointing back to really the origin of what she is and, and what she wants to, to build her life and legacy on, I realized that Anna's Truxel is her willingness to have originated it in the first place, to always be in wild search for artistry, for weirdness, and for Vikrokti. For as many things we wish we could change about ourselves, there are that many people like Anna just looking for us, just the way that we came in. And for those of you creatives out there that are looking to build something from your piles of thoughts and artifacts and unique offerings, stay weird, stay specific, polish your truxel instead of hiding it because it holds the key to your purpose, your ability to let yourself be loved and to your path forward. I think we have to be brave enough to be ourselves, throw away the pretend with the bathwater and let that crookedness take on a certain grace and even glory. Think about how many people have talked about Freddie Mercury's teeth since his death in the early 90s and how much he was teased for them when he was young and come to find out he had extra incisors, four extra teeth. And not only did it make him more interesting and I think more beautiful, but it gave him a vocal range that made him, in my opinion, one of the most talented and breathtaking vocalists to have ever lived. So thank you, Freddie, for not getting your teeth fixed and instead flaunting them to high heaven so that we could love you and so that we could learn from you. So this is not a moment to shrink or to downsize. It is a moment in history to seize and to relish and to sing. Everything from here moving forward could be about deep celebration. And such special thanks to my friend Anna for teaching me Truxel. Truly, it has changed my life. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and for being a part of this adventure for me. I'm just so enjoying doing this podcast um, and spinning these stories for you. If you would like to become a patron of the podcast, just know that that's super sweet and helpful for me. And the information for that is on the show notes. And when you do become a patron, you get four bonus episodes per month. So one every week. That's the embodiment or the physicality, um, the physical practice of the storytelling episode. So that's kind of a really sweet bonus that you get in your inbox each week.
Um, Matt makes a playlist for every single episode. Um, there's a things that will help Spotify account, um, which we'll also put on the show notes for you. There's just some really eclectic playlists that he makes and they're all very different and, and, um, and that people just love them. So, so enjoy those, go polish your Truxel, enjoy your week, enjoy each other, take care of yourselves. Thank you so much.